Welcome to Why Is It Important? I'm your host, David Smith. This episode is sponsored by QuickSpace, a SAST-based interaction and data visualization tool. QuickSpace shows the links between you, your associated organization, and all its related files, messages, notes, events, tasks, and shared workspaces. Individuals can tailor their visualizations to meet their own objectives, workflows, and goals. QuickSpace, see what you want, how you want it. In what I will call this TikTok world, speed has become all important. It's generated the need for micro videos, sound bites, clickbait. This transport method has become the common way that we relay information to somebody in a very succinct way. This is kind of a transactional medium that is become necessary because of people's short attention span. And it facilitates that short attention span that people have really kind of adopted over this short period of time. And it's using it to not only entertain, but to influence and even control. The formal term we'll use for this is the attention economy. This new information age is building a transactional attention economy that is profoundly affecting our society. As the in internet you know, has become more mature and its uses have changed over time, now users can easily produce their own informational content into, in addition to what they consume. As a result, there's a lot more content available. There's a lot more diverse content than ever before. And so much of this content is challenging for the user to decipher because it's hard for us to understand what the source is and to differentiate those sources. So the intent of this attention economy is basically to capture an audience and generate revenue. You know, consumers are what provide the value to the content and the value of the content is somewhat subjective and its value changes based on the individual composition of the audience. Therefore, it's important to target what audience you're going after and use algorithms in order to achieve that. The attention economy has at its core that time is a commodity. Time spent interacting with content is valuable. The click-throughs impressions and ultimately purchases are valuable drivers of this information economy, which is kind of become this attention economy. But going a little deeper, we'll find that this all comes together and we have to understand kind of how it melts together and what the median point is. Social networks and the internet as a whole has fundamentally changed how we consume everything. Before the internet and social networks, 
you know, things relied on economies of scale. Marketing methods were very different, where things, marketing information was placed was different. Margins were different. And we had this concept of mass appeal, which created momentum. Mass appeal isn't always fundamentally required for a product or service to be a success in this today's environment because we can find these micro audiences. And within these micro audiences, we can customize solutions. We can customize products that fit this smaller niche. And because of this smaller niche and customized products, a lot of times the willingness to pay is higher and therefore the profitability is increased. Hence, consumers did not have to rely on standardized products. Social networks and the internet provide an affordable means of finding audiences for that are large enough to support these custom and niche products and services. The scale of the internet and the medium in general supports the profitability and makes possible what has never been possible before. And the next item that really kind of moves us forward and helps the free flow of these commodities and service is the digitization of currency. By that, I mean things like PayPal. Being able to track, transact seamlessly with vendors makes this whole niche market, niche services possible. Otherwise, the transaction cost would be so much higher that you couldn't afford to transact in such a small way. You know, previously you would transact with um, a store such as Macy's or Best Buy, and they would handle the microtransactions after that. You would not have to handle those directly. Now you've kind of disintermediated those those parties and you can go direct to the ultimate client and user. One of the certain get significant downsides of this new world is information is commoditized. The sheer volume of information that is available out there and the disparity of information that's available out there has grown to such a fantastic amount that it's hard for consumers to differentiate it. And therefore, it's hard for them to put a specific value on it. You know, our choices that are available as far as what we see and what is available is crowded, you know. Producers ultimately need to develop tactics that target their niche market, show why they're competitive to that niche market, and not necessarily worry about the larger market at whole. That sometimes you just need to lay a pathway 
through the niche to a somewhat broader base. And ultimately, if your goal is to have a mass or wide appeal to people, then that's something typically you're going to have to work up to in this new market. So what does make a difference? Turns out opinions make a difference. You know, using opinions, storytelling narratives uh, to influence the interpretation of the facts is kind of the new norm. You know, to point somebody towards a particular point of view has become standard. I mean, there's been pros and cons to that, and I think that's very controversial today. But it is the way the, the world currently works, and we need to be aware of that, that the opinions of influencers have become much more important. And the hyper headlines that are purely meant to capture you into the story, and a lot of times you're not even going to read that story, the headlines are enough to have influenced you. Kind of a com common analogy for this is the glass half full or the glass half empty. They're both very valid points of view. They just take a very different perspective. And sometimes the perspective that you're trying to portray is based on the audience. And sometimes you need to differentiate that message based on that audience. Remember that we're dealing in this new attention economy. We have to capture people quickly. Consumers, you know, ultimately have a limited amount of time to res research what you're talking about, to really kind of think through the nuances behind the facts that are being presented to them, and sometimes have no idea whether or not each perspective is really the same or whether it's different. Is half full the same as half empty? That's sometimes sounds easy, but is not always easy to differentiate by the user. Both of those stories are factual, plausible, and each one has a built-in audience bias. So sometimes you'll find people arguing both sides of that when actually they're arguing for the same conclusion. Many times we consume information without understanding its context or who the producers of the information were or what their underlying motivations and goals were. So what has this generated? Weapons. Basically weapons for this new information age. As a result of all these things we've talked about, we've come upon a time where catchy videos and smooth sound bites and clickbait headlines are common tactics. They're common tactics 
tactics in news feeds, in promotional um, videos. Everywhere we look, this is bombarding us. You know, this is why we're calling this the new TikTok world. TikTok of all people have kind of brought this to the forefront, being able to convey a lot of information in a very short period of time. And when you look at TikTok videos, typically they're very well curated. And the ultimate goal of these and the tactics behind these presentations is to create differentiation. They want to either polarize an audience or they want to unify an audience. And the methods can become through attacking in a very direct way or some, sometimes attacking in a very indirect way, creating kind of an us versus them environment. Part of what you'll find is foes of a presented opinion can offensively select sections of the content that lacks nuance, then reframe it to attack its creator. Opinions are inserted and created to create this improper or artificial framing of the original context. And what it's doing is altering or skewing the consumer's perception of the company, individual, or organization, or sometimes position on something such as a political position and reframing the narrative. And of course, their ultimate goal is to gain attention, consumer attention, personal attention, could be any number of things, and develop influence. What ultimately you're trying to do in this environment, and many actors are doing in this environment, is great creating an influence over a specific target audience. And we see many types of influencers today from the fashion world to sports world to any number of things we see influencers and we see how they can truly impact the perception of a product or even the distribution of a product. And ultimately these influencers you know, hope to gather attention and gain even further influence, which gives them even further value. Influence campaigns have always been very common in politics, but are now mainstream to everything we consume. You know, they're part of product offerings, they're part of journalism, they're part of, part of business, you know. You have to sometimes step back and wonder, is this source objective 
Or are there even any sources left that are truly objective? So, in conclusion, you know, this is the TikTok world that we live in. Information is coming faster. It's coming in ways that entertain us as well as inform us. And it's just the nature of what we have to deal with. I think, ultimately, this is a good thing. We have to be aware of the bad things that it can propagate, but ultimately it moves us all forward. So thank you for listening to Why Is It Important? I'm your host, David Smith. And of course, we always encourage people to provide suggestions for future podcasts. You can send your suggestions to our email associated with the podcast. And again, we thank you for listening. Thanks.